Hey, this is Carla. And this is Jasmine. And you're listening to Cracking, Cracking the, the Coconut, Coconut, where we tackle taboo conversations in the Filipino community. By cracking one coconut at a time. Welcome back to Cracking the Coconut, where we tackle taboo conversations in the Filipino community with hopes to bridging the gap of understanding so we could be one huge, happy Filipino family and hang out at each other's houses. <laughs> I am your host, Carla J. Hey, what's up? My name is Jasmine. You're just Jasmine? You're not like a co-host or anything? Oh, yeah. I'm actually the co-host of Cracking the Coconut. That's what I that thought. That is my title. Homie, come on. Don't settle for <laughs> less. Don't, you know, try to go beneath you, like, up here. Okay. I don't know what I'm saying. I, am I don't know either. I'm confused. She's not drunk. She is not high. I'm she drinking just... this Alani New Tropical Energy Drink because I had no energy. And now the energy is, it's whizzing down my body and my soul. <laughs> whizzing down. Whizzing down. I would like to thank Miss Remy Ashton. Um, she's amazing. Hi, if you're watching, she probably isn't. She is the one who put me on the shit, and now I'm gonna put you on this shit. It is so good. It is so delicioso. <laughs> Everybody tuning in, welcome to Cracking the Coconut. Um, if it's your first time here, welcome. Welcome. You know, I think it's a really cool place to hang out because we talk a lot of good shit. And uh, like Carla said, it's about uh, a lot of topics in the Filipino community. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's not always easy. To talk to our Filipino parents, our aunties, our uncles, mm -hmm. our friends sometimes. Yeah, it really isn't. But the reason why they're so hard and uncomfortable is because they're meant to change, to develop, to mm -hmm. grow, to blossom. Challenge. So we can challenge and we can also grow and change as a community. Um, and that's the important part about change about anything, not just within the community and like within yourself, just but, but just in general, you know, yeah. change is really important to a person to grow and to blossom. And so having these conversations, even though they are hard, they can be really touchy. We can get all offended and all butthurt about things but in <laughs> yeah. all honesty like wh why is it that we get upset over certain things or why is it that our feelings hurt over this one subject but it doesn't hurt the other side of it you know mm -hmm. what i mean there's like reasons to that and it's important to really talk about it so we can nourish this community yeah. because i love being filipino i'm very proud of my heritage i'm very proud of being filipino um, but it does suck to be part of a community where there is a lot of like issues out there and yeah. i know there's going to be filipinos yeah. who will disagree and be like what are you talking about filipino yeah. filipines are amazing you know you know one thing about the filipino community mm -hmm. i feel like um it happens a lot where they don't want to be seen as having quarrels or issues mm -hmm. you know they want it to be very like this is what you see but behind the curtain there's a lot more going on mm -hmm. than what you really see yeah. and i feel like it's this kind of save face and and kind of paint this pretty picture of we're not problematic. Yeah. We have no issues. But mm -hmm. but there really is so many issues within the community. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I think the reason why there are plenty of Filipinos within the community who don't like to quarrel, who don't like to show that we do have issues is I think it's. I don't know. I think it could be part survival tactic, how there was just so many issues in the past due to colonization and losing identity. And, you know, if you didn't know the F Filipino people, we had our own language, our own writ written language and all that just is gone, essentially. Mm -hmm. And um, it could be that. And I think it's also that's why there's so many taboo topics within the Filipino culture, whether that's sex, whether that's um, like family issues. Yeah, you know, that's yeah, family a really issues, big thing. mental health. Yeah, mental health, you know, jobs, all that. Yeah, it's because yeah. there's so many people in the community who don't want to talk about it. Um, and yes. yeah. And, you know, like Carla said, she has a lot of uh, a lot of pride in being Filipino mm -hmm. and, a, and a lot of love for herself for being Filipino. But not everybody can say the same uh -huh. on how they feel about Filipino Americans. Ooh. So Carla, let the people know what we're talking about today. So crab mentality part two. We've talked about this in season one, but something happened 
that ignited us to talk about it again. And the thing about crab mentality within the Filipino community is it's a topic that is super complex. There's so many different layers to it. And so obviously just talking about it for 50 minutes on one episode isn't going to cover every topic, especially because crab mentality is so fresh. It's something that is so prevalent in the community and happens so often. And we see it a lot that, you know, there's always going to be something new to talk about about crab mentality and if you don't know what crab mentality is and if you don't know the episode that we're talking about i'm gonna put a link in the description bar in the blog post so you can check it out after this episode but basically crab mentality is it is an idea think about crabs inside of a bucket and they're all trying to get out of a bucket a pot whatever it may be and as crabs are trying to get they're at the very top another crab below them is pulling them pulling their legs their down leg. and like bringing them down and that is so huge in the filipino community i honestly don't know why there's i feel like there's so many theories and so many reasons as to why it runs rampant in our community mm-hmm. and why you know filipinos just like want to pull filipinos down and i don't get it yeah. we're all fucking awesome yeah. we should all <laughs> hug it out and smoke a blunt and share and drink some hennessy i understand competition you know mm-hmm. a lot of people have competitiveness in them and you know it, it's it's fun you know it, it's good to be competitive and kind of challenge yourselves but Mm -hmm. when it comes to crab mentality it's like i'm taking you down yeah and i'm keeping you down here whether it's right next to me or lower and and you're not going to be able to achieve or or get to another level of success or Mm -hmm. gain because i want to keep you down here healthy competition is okay like when you're play when you're on like wawa we or you're on the one down showdown where you're twerking and trying to get little balls. ping pong balls out of a kleenox kleenox kleenex box healthy competition is cool but the crab mentality and trying to pull it pull your own down is insane and yeah. like like what part like what kind of insecurity yeah. are you trying to project by doing that i don't understand i think for for fun's sake mm-hmm. we should cue a little clip of us twerking on the one down showdown okay uh with tessa albea our cousin um just just to show a little personality yeah here. let's um, do it okay and let me tell you guys we were both sweating our asses oh, off when we yes. were doing this twerk competition on the One Down Showdown, but that was a whole lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cue to clip. Yeah, so um, that was a good time. We love the One Down team. Um, the whole Albea siblings, every one of them, they are so great. They've been so kind, so gracious. Uh, Shout out to everybody, our cousins. Our cousins. Um, yeah, but continuing on with the topic. So something happened that sparked us to talk about mentality again. And that is because of TikTok. So I was, I'm an t- avid TikTok user. We all know this. Follow me on TikTok at jcomacarla. I have like 11K. A, actually, 12K? <laughs> Like, I am so close. Wow. Yeah. I'm moving up. So I was on TikTok. I was scrolling through and I come across this video of this Filipino girl and um, she's using an audio that's already on there and she captions it. Filipinos raised in America be like, you know, and then it's the thing. I'm just going to go ahead and play the TikTok now so you understand it. I'm from the Philippines. Better than Billie Jean. Guess that is why I get more head than the guillotine. Mahal to kayo. Thank you for the support. So, first of all, I just want to say that I do not have a problem with the video or the girl who created the video. I actually really liked it. I related to it. I thought it was funny and a great use of the audio. Um, and so I decided to write two comments uh one was in response to the video and i simply said my fam is ilocano i can understand like a first language but my brain can't compute the words for me to actually speak this is actually a thing i forgot what it is called it's a certain type of bilingualism where you can really understand but you your brain just can't figure out how to say it so i said that and then my second comment, which sparked a lot of buttheartness, is I shamelessly plugged our 
um, our podcast. And I said, by the way, I co-host a Filipino podcast called At Cracking the Coconut Podcast, we, where we tackle taboo topics in the Filipino community. For me, this was a shameless plug. Every time I come across a Filipino content, like Filipino video on TikTok, I will shamelessly add this because, you know, Filipinos might see it, might be interested. I'm just marketing mm-hmm. us. Yeah. But this... I reread these comments. I haven't like thought about it in like a good month and a half. And now I'm, (laughs) she's triggered. I am so triggered (laughs) because some of these comments are one so mean. They're so belittling, so cruel and so like so audaciously insanely like that it's like actually kind of funny so let me read some of these comments to you filipino podcasts you can't even speak fluent tagalog or any filipino dialects just watch your videos and as a filipino i can say that you guys are so you guys are all misinformed especially about filipino culture all philams should stop talking about filipino culture if you guys are whitewashed y'all can't even speak in tagalog or any language or dialects here lmao someone said for real, they have the audacity to talk about colorism here. You guys are embarrassing and keep spreading misinformed info about us just to make us look bad. Uh, <laughs> you mentioned that you shamelessly plugged Cracking the Coconut. Yes. And obviously, we want people to listen to our, mm-hmm. our podcast and listen to what we have to say because we definitely have our own experiences as Filipino-Americans that mm-hmm. we want to share with Filipinos back in the philippines to let them understand like it's not all rainbows and butterflies out here you Mm -hmm. know and and we do have challenges every every single day yeah this is the audience that we want to hear the conversations but when they don't want to listen to us Mm -hmm. i feel like this is a space where we're actually going to let people know like hey there's a divide here and this divide is what we're trying to close yet these people are are really extending the divide. But yeah, like, so what you were saying and to like piggyback on your, you know, your comment about we're trying to do our best and do our part in closing the gap, closing the divide Mm -hmm. and how there's certain Filipinos, like the ones in the comments that were trying to further the divide. They kept trying to further extend that divide by saying that Filipinos in the Philippines are so different from Filipino Americans and that Filipino Americans are not Filipino. Mm-hmm. And yes, of course, there are differences in culture. That's obvious. Yeah, you know, yeah. there is going to be some differences because our experience here as Filipinos in America is certainly going to be different from experiences of Filipinos in the Philippines. But it's also going to be different from Filipinos who live in the UK, who live in Australia, who live in Dubai, even Filipinos mm-hmm. here in because Cal- we're Filipinos in California is going to be different from Filipinos in Tennessee who grew up in the South. You know what I mean? All of our experiences are so different, but we're still Filipino. Mm -hmm. And I think what was really, what really hurt the most was our own people were trying to negate the fact that we're Filipino simply because we're in America. It's like, I'm sorry, when my mom was pregnant with me, I should have told her from the fucking womb through the placenta, maybe like put my lips on her liver and say, <laughs> mom, please don't immigrate us to a different country and try to make a better life for what you think is best for the family. Um, because of fellow Filipinos aren't going to think I'm Filipino anymore. Thanks, mom. Come on now. Go on. Yeah. You can't like, that's the thing you can't like it's like it, it's like you're blaming our our parents for wanting to immigrate yeah you know and it's like why a lot of filipinos who are living in the philippines mm-hmm. likely won't get the chance to experience life outside of that mm-hmm. like a lot of them might not be able to move out of their towns or their cities you know let alone move to another province if mm-hmm. they wanted to you know and and i think there is some sort of envy or jealousy there because mm-hmm. we are able to experience as filipinos another type of life outside of what they know 
the envy correlates to the crab mentality. Mm. They're trying to verbally try to hurt us and take away mm-hmm. that Filipino-ness because they wish that their situations, their opportunities were better. I know there's a lot of Filipinos in the Philippines who definitely don't want to be us. Like, they yeah. love being in the Philippines. Yeah. They love, you know, and I think that's great. You know, like, you should, like, be proud of where you come from mm-hmm. and where you live and, like, what you represent. Like, I, that's great. I love that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, like, I used to go to a bunch of raves and one of them is EDC in LA, in, in Las Vegas. And one of my favorite things was seeing the amount of flags in the air you know from everywhere colombia japan the philippines like i love that because then we're meeting other people from so many different countries Mm -hmm. coming together and they're like just so they just represent their country so hard Mm -hmm. and i think that's great so but i also do think like maybe it's not so much like envy maybe Mm. it's like a tiny bit of it but i feel like maybe it's frustration maybe that there's a little bit of a frustration of like oh like i wish i could experience things outside of my own you know town or city province or whatever and try to experience life outside of it you know maybe Mm. not necessarily america but maybe it's like they have a dream of like oh like i would love to study in london Mm. or japan or somewhere else and they just can't whether that's you know there's they don't have the opportunity to or mm-hmm. the, the financial reasons or maybe like their parents um don't want them to leave or yeah. you know there's so many different yeah. reasons as to why and so maybe there's there is that frustration of like damn like filipino americans out here thinking that they rule the world they can do whatever they yeah. want they live out in the land of opportunities um and it, it's funny when you know our fil- fellow people, our Filipinos, say that we're whitewashed, and it's almost like, do you hate Filipino Americans for being whitewashed because we have the opportunity to do so many things like the white people? Mm, interesting. You know, because yeah, yeah. like. You know, because we're out in the U.S., we do have a lot of opportunity when it comes to careers, where we want to go to school. We're able to travel to many different places and really establish ourselves. And maybe they think that we're not Filipino because we have all that opportunity like white people. So Mm -hmm. we're more white than we are Filipino. Filipino. Yeah, which is crazy because... I don't see myself as whitewashed at all. Whitewash in their eyes is the American experience. A white person's experience in America is damn sure not my experience. Exactly. A lot of Filipinos in the Philippines maybe don't, uh, they, they fail to see or don't fully understand or grasp. And I feel like that's understandable because they don't live out here, so they don't experience it often. Yeah. But, you know, there is a lot of discrimination against minorities out here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, we do live out here and yes, we do have opportunities. But just because we do have opportunities does not mean we aren't excluded from, you know, racism. But speaking of discrimination, what this person said... Now, I know that Philams are a bunch of delusion, delusionals who would make false scenarios in their life. I'm brown myself and I didn't experience discrimination. If you experience it from your fam or anyone around you, then it is a Philam problem, not Filipino. If discrimination is just a Filipino American problem, then why is it indigenous people are some of the most marginalized group in the Philippines. Indigenous people in the Philippines are often exploited for monetary or political reasons. Their identities get erased and their traditions are ripped away from them. Um, Their ancestral lands, they often lose them. And so if discrimination is just a Filipino-American problem, then what do you call what is happening to the indigenous people of the Philippines. And it's interesting because the way the indigenous people in the Philippines are being discriminated against and having their whole identity and their traditions being erased is similar to how Filipinos in the U.S. are being discriminated and erased too. 
because we often get our traditions looked over. You know, Filipinos are so highly erased in the U.S., And I think that's something that a lot of Filipinos in the Philippines don't understand. We are so highly erased out here. Yes, there's large communities of Filipinos here, but we're still erased in general. Our history and our contributions to the U.S. are rarely discussed in U.S. history classes. We're rarely in U.S. history books. When I was growing up learning about U.S. history, I think I saw maybe one or two sentences in like three years of history classes that mentioned Filipinos and their contribution to, you know, U.S. thriving and how it came to be. You know what I mean? Like that's something that we as Filipinos face here in the U.S. And so I just think it's interesting the way that different subtle ways of the indigenous people in the Philippines, how they're marginalized and how they're being erased is like similar to the way, you know, white Americans erase us. Yeah, You know, um, going back to her uh, her comment saying how she didn't experience any type of discrimination because Mm -hmm. she's a brown person. Mm -hmm. And that's great that she loves her brownness and, you know, she's proud about it. But I feel like it's also a responsibility as as a fellow brown Filipino person to acknowledge that the other people in your community have also faced discrimination Mm -hmm. because she hasn't experienced it it also clouds her own opinion and has her own bias towards discrimination you know an example it's a very extreme example but it's like say some say like a person they're like oh i've never been sexually assaulted Mm -hmm. you know but it doesn't mean that sexual assault doesn't exist yeah you're canceling somebody else's experience you know unfortunate experience all because you didn't experience it. Yeah, it's like they're taking someone's real truths, real experiences mm-hmm. that that actually happen and basically making it a whole illusion like, mm-hmm. you know, like it doesn't exist. You know, that person, like you said, has never been discriminated because of their brown skin. I think that's great because being discriminated upon fucking sucks. It's not cute. It fucking hurts, you know, and that's great. But for that person to be like to say that Filipino Americans are making up some fucking bullshit about being discriminated against because of our brown skin is so Mm -hmm. like it's really ignorant. And it's like, what type of fucking bubble do you live in? You know, and and I also think that they're not really understanding our side of it or refuse to understand Mm -hmm. it, because I know in Filipino families, whether you're in the Philippines or living somewhere else in the world, mm-hmm. people poke fun at the dark family member. Mm-hmm. They could just be like, oh, haha, you're so dark or or you've been in the sun too long mm-hmm. or, oh, there goes the dark one. Yeah. You know? and, and it might be a joke. It might be harm, harmless because, you know, everybody's laughing. But mm-hmm. if you think about it, it is pretty offensive, you know, because yeah. you're pointing out like, ha ha. They're the dark one. All right. So, Carla, I have a question for you and also a question uh, for our audience, our listeners to think about. Okay, are Filipinos different from Filipino Americans? Yes, in many ways, um, but also no at the same time. Okay. yes, we're different because, of course, we're in different areas, different places and we're experiencing things different culturally. Mm-hmm. You know, like we have two cultures attached to us. We have our Filipino culture and we also have the American culture that's attached to us. Um, so that already makes us different from Filipinos back home in the Philippines because they have their Filipino cultures. Of course, there's probably going to be other cultures within their cultures as well. Like, for example, if you're a more affluent um, Filipino who has only known money and goes to private schools, mm-hmm. your culture is probably going to be different from someone who lives in a place that's uh, more disadvantaged, you know, um, or maybe even different cultures between Filipinos living in one part, in one region, it might be different. Kind of how yeah. here in the U.S., the culture he- in Los Angeles is different from the culture in San Francisco, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. so th- there's culture, but it's all still like Filipino 
you know? Um, and so that's, of course, what makes us different, but also at the same time, no, because at the end of the day, we're still Filipino mm-hmm. and we all still have a lot of the same traditions, a lot of the same heritages. Um, you know, for example, a lot of Filipinos in the Philippines are Catholic. Well, a lot of Filipinos here in the U.S. are also Catholic. Mm-hmm. They have masses where it's the Filipino mass and they have a priest who's who's who does their um, sermons, the, mass the masses in Tagalog. In Tagalog yeah. You know what I mean? So there's a lot. We share a lot of those commonalities. Mm-hmm. What about you? Yes. Yeah, so the way I see it is Filipino Americans are are an extension of the Filipinos mm-hmm. and the Filipino experience. There should be some acknowledgement with the Filipinos back home and and kind of see us as like their community as well. Mm-hmm. We are a representation to Americans who don't have a lot of experience with Filipinos. We're an example of representation of our community. Yeah. You know, and I take that as a big responsibility, you know, like because I want people to to know just how loving and 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 community-based mm-hmm. Filipinos are and what we can offer to the world, you yeah. know. And I mean, obviously I haven't grown up in the Philippines. I've visited the Philippines, you know, a couple times in my lifetime, but I would really like to try to understand why our Filipino American experience mm-hmm. is not considered Filipino to many eyes. Yeah. And it's weird when there's some Filipinos in the Philippines who try to erase our experiences and our identities mm-hmm. and try to say that our stories aren't real or they're yeah. delusional or we're making it shit up. And because like... I just don't think that's very nice, you Mm -hmm. know, because if a Filipino in the Philippines wanted to sit down and tell us about their experience of living in the Philippines, I would never be like, oh, you're making that shit up. That's fake. Like, why would you say that? Like, that's not real. Like, what? No. Like, you know what I mean? Because I don't live there. I don't know what it's like to live under, say, like their government rule. I don't know what it's like to live there. You know what I mean? Because like, Mm -hmm. even though I was born in the Philippines, um, I immigrated to the U.S. at a very, very young age. And so I was essentially grown up, I like essentially grew up in the U.S. and America. And so I just think it's, I don't know, it's just like the most like rude and belittling thing to just like, negate someone's experience yeah. I, I think too it's like it's extra more hurtful for me because i don't know like i don't know any other um experience other than uh my own upbringing here in mm-hmm. in, in america and then also my filipino side like <clears throat> the filipino side exists mm-hmm. as a part of my identity as a person yeah it's in your blood yeah you know like I grew up with my Filipino grandparents. I grew up with my immigrant parents in America. And a part of their their influence is because they're Filipino. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't just come here and lose that. Yeah. You know, so when people say the Filipino American experience doesn't exist, then do my grandparents Filipino American experience not mm-hmm. exist? Is that false? Is that made up? Because it's completely real the the filipino american story are immigrant stories is is those people on tiktok gonna squash their own experience and their own opinions Mm -hmm. as filipino americans make it all make sense because i'm trying to understand it's very interesting to me when uh filipinos like the ones in the comments and just like the ones in real life that we've you know, come across how despite being very community oriented, that they're so picky of what is acceptable to be part of the community Mm -hmm. and what what isn't. And to me, that's not very community based if you are being a little supremacist and get to gatekeep and decide what's Filipino enough and what isn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? And say Bruno Mars. Yes. Right. He's, He's part Filipino. If her went to the Philippines, Mm -hmm. I feel like because they have a certain status of success, Mm -hmm. then they accept those Filipino Americans more Mm -hmm. than 
people like us. Yeah. It's like I'll claim that success and that tie as a Filipino. Uh huh. Yet they won't claim people like us or other Filipino Americans mm-hmm. out there because we have no worldwide success to show yeah. for if that makes sense you know what i think it is i think one of the reasons why there are so many filipinos in the philippines who really do not like filipino americans i think it's because we're too much like them in a mm-hmm. sense we're on the same pot mm-hmm. But Bruno Mars, her, Shay Mitchell, Vanessa Hudgens, they're way up here. Okay. They're so up high. They're basically out of the pot already. They're, they haven't, they're not in the pot anymore. Okay. You know, they're so far. They're basically untouchable because they have that worldwide success. You know, they're famous. They're like almost like they're on mm. this pedestal. But we're too close to them already because like they're living their normal lives. We're living our normal lives without like, you know, that success. But I think... It's almost like we're we're too too alike in a sense, and it's kind mm. of like that phrase which I've mentioned in a past episode before, where it's like you don't want to see people who are like you succeeding when you're not succeeding too. Mm-hmm. That's why yeah. so many strangers wanna, you know, would rather support you rather than people in your own yeah. community your and own circle. your own circle because it's like wait a second, like you're succeeding, I'm not. Yeah. I, no come back down yeah that's a really good example you know because like you said bruno mars ain't in the same pot as us yeah the way (laughs) different tax bracket yeah you know what i mean so that's probably why like the filipinos there's some filipinos in the philippines who you know really love bruno mars and these huge stars and accept them as filipinos but can't accept filipino americans like regular old like average joes like us because (laughs) In reality, we're kind of alike. Yeah, we're closer to them. We're closer to them than they are close to the big stars. I wonder if these people on the the comments Mm -hmm. um, who were having these um, discussions with these kind of social media quarrels, I Mm -hmm. guess, and uh, misunderstandings, like, I'd like to know if they would actually come up to us and express these opinions, express these comments to us. Um, because to me, I feel like a lot of these people are doing them Twitter fingers hiding behind a screen. Yeah. You know, like, I want to know how they they would actually come up to us and have these, these kind of conversations. Are we mm-hmm. able to carry a conversation? Yeah. Because... I want to have a discussion. Like, I want to know why you think this way. Yeah. What is the, the meat behind your opinions and your yeah. comments? So... I'm going to jump back in and read out another comment. This is probably one of the more like hurtful ones because it's very ignorant also. And I think the reason why is like because it's coming from our own people. If it's like coming from like a white person, it's almost like like okay just white ignorance yeah yeah but because it's your own person like your own like community it like hurts more because I'm just like what are you doing? So this person said. Who said that I'm erasing your existence? I'm just saying that your appearance is Filipino, but your culture is American. I responded and I said, that's erasure right there. Yes, my culture is American, but it's also Filipino. The way you're erasing me is the same way the U.S. erases me too. To you, I'm too American and not enough Filipino because I can't speak a language. In the U.S., I'm too Asian and not white or Western enough. And that person responded to me and said, too Asian? The only Asian about you is your looks, but culturally you're American. How fucking hurtful. Yeah, you're erasing my identity for you to say that the only thing that's Filipino about me is my looks my phenotypes the fact that my mom and dad both 100% Filipino fucking had sex and had a Filipino baby and that's the only reason I'm Filipino fuck you because that is so rude that is so belittling and it's just like you have the audacity to say that shit like who hurt you like who fucking hurt you (laughs) this person is telling you that the only thing filipino about you is your looks Mm -hmm. but in america people look at us and they could say we're a whole bunch of different things that aren't filipino like they can call us chinese japanese Mm -hmm. mexican you know like they can call us all sorts of different things by how we look in america our external 
is not always going to appear Filipino. Yeah. So it's like, it's kind of like, damn, my people don't even see me as Filipino. And then these white people don't see me as Filipino or the people in America don't see me as Mm -hmm. Filipino. It's like, like, you need to understand Filipino Americans have a very unique struggle out here in America. Yeah. What I want Filipinos back home to understand is this isn't easy out here. Yeah. You know, like like we're trying to to figure out our own identities yeah. and, and where we fit in our own spaces in this country. Mm-hmm. And if we don't even feel accepted back home in the Philippines, like where do we really belong? Throughout the comments, I noticed that they were saying that Filipino Americans Whenever they're describing Filipinos, they're always trying to say Filipinos and Filipino Americans. One of the comments that I had received was saying that we should I shouldn't say that we have a Filipino podcast. We should say that we have a Filipino American podcast because Filipino American is not Filipino. Like even it's like they want us to always be very um, Specific. specific when we say Instead of saying Filipino, we should always say Filipino American to make it super specific that we're talking about Filipino American. But the thing is, like, yes, I say Filipino American, but also like I say Filipino because I'm Filipino. Yeah. Out here they have, you know, Filipino markets Mm -hmm. like Seafood City. Mm -hmm. You have Manila Oriental, um, Island Pacific, all that. And, you know, these these markets weren't created for. Filipinos, you know, like it wasn't for Filipinos to come here from the motherland just for them. You know, it was actually created for Filipino Americans Mm -hmm. so that they could have a tie to their cultural foods, their something Mm -hmm. familiar, because we're not going to get the shit that we're going to cook with. We're not going to find synagogue packets at Safeway. Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to find it at the seafood cities. We're going to find it at the Island Pacifics. Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to get our pandasal at Valerio's. Filipinos back in the Philippines need to understand this is how we're preserving Filipino culture. Mm -hmm. This is how we're engaging with our Filipino community. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we're getting to eat the food that we can only find usually in the Philippines. You know, we're able to recreate these dishes for Christmas. We're able to Mm -hmm. recreate these dishes for birthdays, you Mm -hmm. know, like even making lechon. Like the fact that your dad has a goat guy where he can buy his goat, you know, like like we're able to still have these traditions that we wouldn't have if we didn't have Filipino markets. So another way that Filipino Americans are trying to just like preserve their traditions and their heritage despite living in America and not being always surrounded by Filipinos, um, you know, Jasmine and I live in Philippine and Filipino America. We live in California and we've lived in areas where there is a high density of Filipinos. Mm-hmm. So we're able to be surrounded by Filipinos, you know, where I live now, I go to a Target, every corner, Filipino, I hear Tagalog over here, I hear Ilocano over there, and I'm like, what conversation do I want to listen to today? You know what I mean? Like, even, even though we live by so many Filipinos, and it's great, there's also a lot of Filipinos that don't live in high-volumed communities of Filipinos. Like, for example, Mm -hmm. people who might live in Minnesota or Louisiana, which is more like middle America or the south Mm -hmm. of America, where there's less Filipinos, you know? And so around the corner, I can get myself to a seafood city like a mile away and get my synagogue packets and, you know, taro leaves, and we can make all the Filipino food that we want. Whereas maybe someone who lives in Tennessee might have to travel a few towns over, maybe an Mm -hmm. hour and a half away to get to a major city to get to an Asian market. Yeah, an Asian, not Filipino market. Yeah, an Asian (laughs) market where they might not have certain things Mm -hmm. where they want to, you know, because for me, comfort food is eating things that I grew up eating, which is sinigang, which is um, mongo or balatong. Those are things that I cook when I feel homesick and mm-hmm. when I miss my parents, you know, um, and I'm glad that I live right 
next to a Filipino market that has all the essentials, you yeah. know, not everyone has that. Um, mm. But like one of the ways that we're like trying to preserve it besides cooking and learning our recipes that, you know, I learned cooking from my mom is just also other traditions that I learned from my parents who were born and raised in the Philippines yeah. and those are things that I'm going to pass down to my children as well and say hey this is like what we do this is a tradition like you know this is how we're going to continue preserving um, and I think that's something that a lot of Filipinos in the Philippines may not fully understand mm -hmm. is that when we're trying to preserve and our heritage we're trying to clutch every single piece of filipino-ness that we can because of the erasure yeah. because of identity issues and to white americans we're not american at all because of our skin color our eye shape maybe it might be an accent because some of us speak a couple languages so we have an accent but to our own people in the Philippines, we're not even Filipino because yeah. we're out here. Even with food, you know, that's something that I feel is just as strong. My, my mama's no longer with us, so I, I, I make dishes that are not only just based on memory and what in watching her and helping her maybe cut vegetables and try to form that dish, but I also have to make it plant-based. So mm -hmm. I feel like that tradition of making the food that we grew up eating is just as important as knowing the language. Because, mm -hmm. yeah, maybe we can't say no sentences in Ilocano or Bisaya, but but we're able to recreate what they have passed down to us. Mm -hmm. And that for sure is Filipino. It's not Filipino-American. It's fucking Filipino. Mm -hmm. I don't give a fuck what anybody says how Filipino I am. Like, I know in my heart, I'm fucking Filipino. Yes. And I just so happen to live in America and grew up in America. My blood is Filipino. It's been discussed in past episodes where, you know, a lot of Filipino Americans face identity issues because of just being pushed and pulled of these two different cultures mm -hmm. to the fact that many Filipino Americans, myself included growing up, that we completely ignore our Filipino side. You know, we're trying to pick and choose identities. And then it's also on top of that, there's other cultures within America, like discussed before. I mean, the culture in LA is different from the culture out in the Bay Area, you know? And so yeah. there's so much like identity crisis that, you know, a lot of us don't, aren't in tune with our Filipino culture um, until we get a little older and mm. we start learning more. We unlearn to relearn, you know, and yeah. we start, you know, like being more in tune with our Filipino culture. And we're like, yo, man, my heritage is important. You know, I should be proud of being Filipino. Um, but it takes time for a lot of Filipino Americans. I know there's some Filipino Americans that are always in tune with their Filipino culture no matter what. And I think that's great. But there's also a lot of Filipino Americans that aren't in tune and feel connected to their Filipino heritage till maybe they're in their 20s. Yeah. You know, and that's real. And I'm pretty sure there's Filipinos who are who live out here that are probably like 40 or 50 that still don't feel connected to their heritage. There's always going to be a Filipino-American experience. There's always yeah. going to be Filipino experiences outside of the country, of yeah. the Philippines. These people who are trying to not accept that and not mm -hmm. acknowledge that, they're going to be dividing themselves from our community even more, whether they yeah. realize it or not. And I think that's something that they're not realizing Yeah, because they don't, interact with people mm -hmm. outside of the philippines other than social media yeah and you make such a great point because they're not only are they furthering the divide they're furthering themselves from the community mm -hmm. in a sense because like you said there's always going to be a filipino american experience you know this isn't pre-colonial times before immigration there's always going to be a filipino american experience there's always going to be a filipino british experience a filipino australian canadian whatever mm -hmm. it may be there's always going to be those experiences and if filipinos in the philippines continues to ignore and negate and belittle other Filipinos and say that they're not Filipino or Filipino enough simply because they don't live in the Philippines, you're creating a divide. 
and you're also furthering yourself from the community because part of community is also adapting to change Mm -hmm. and growing and blossoming and I think that's like like you said maybe that's something they're not realizing and maybe it just takes a different type of mindset even out here in the U.S. there's people that live in middle America in really small towns, um, not even just middle America, there's really small towns in California too, and they don't leave. Yeah. They don't want to experience other things, um, you know, and they just stay in their little bubble and that's all they know, you know, and there might be Filipinos in the Philippines who stay in this bubble and instead of like maybe accepting some change, they're just always like, no, this is what I'm familiar with. This is what I like. This is what I find acceptable. With that mindset, mm-hmm. I feel like that's why a lot of younger Filipinos in America have mm-hmm. have a, a hard time communicating and relating to their parents. Mm-hmm. Maybe their parents have that same closed thinking. Yeah. You know, that's why it's really great to also see a lot of young people be able to understand mental health struggles, be Mm -hmm. able to listen to somebody else's opinion and really kind of take what they can from it to form Uh their own opinion and new thought. Yeah. You know, not be stuck in this cycle of limitation and and just one-sidedness. I actually honestly have really, really big hopes for the the generation of younger Filipinos. Mm -hmm. So the person who made the original TikTok video she actually created another video in response because she had seen all the whole conversation and i'm gonna go ahead and play it right now okay so i've been seeing the exchange that's been going on in this comment section specifically between this one and another person who is also filipino-american and guys i want you guys to know you know even though i can speak tagalog i am also filipino-american and i like I don't want to say I side with the other person, but I think that it is important to acknowledge that yes, though that person was, you know, raised here in America or born here, like they are still Filipino too, okay? Let's not erase that fact. Um, To the person who this comment was responding to i'm very sorry that you are going through that um i think that language is very important in culture but there are other factors too that make you filipino and i think that simply saying that that this person's culture is just american is just is just wrong okay because that's like saying you know my culture is simply American, and I don't think that about myself. I, I consider myself Filipino and American. So the girl who created the video and the second video, she's also Filipino-American. She also happens to speak Tagalog fluently, and I think that's great. And it's, it, it's like Filipinos in the Philippines are uh, respect her because she speaks the language but can't respect Filipino Americans who don't speak the language. It's more it's more of that cherry picking and kind of yeah, it's more of that cherry picking of what's acceptably Filipino and what's not. Uh-huh. Like we and the girl in the TikTok, we're all Filipino American. She just happens to be able to speak her native tongue. Yeah. You know, we don't. And there's so many reasons as to why Filipino Americans don't um, you know, a lot like one of them is because when we immigrate out here our parents choose to not teach us the language because we're going to american schools and they want us to succeed fully and flourish and to soar with flying colors and the way they probably are thinking that is my child needs to know english so that way they don't have to take extra esl classes Mm -hmm. and really learn english to excel and be be as disadvantaged as you know, our parents probably were coming to this country. Yeah. You know, they want us to have a step up in how we can succeed in this country. And part of that is language, making sure English is is read correctly, written mm-hmm. correctly, understood correctly. Yeah. Like I remember growing up, if I needed help with homework, I would ask my mom and there would be things she didn't understand because 
my mom speaks incredible English, um, but it's also not her first language. And so there's, of course, going to be a lot of different words that she might not fully understand. And so she would ask my dad for help, um, mm. you know, and so and that's like the reality of also a lot of um, minorities who have who are either first gen or immigrated out here. Mm. They ask parents for their help on their homework, but their parents can't fully help them because they don't also understand the language. And that's one of the reasons why Filipino parents don't teach their kids the native tongue is because, you know, they're going to do better than me in writing English and reading English. Whenever my dad has to write speeches or whatever, he's the one sending them to me so I could proofread them and make sure it sounds good and looks good. Growing up, I would always ask my mom, mom, what does this word mean? Or mm -hmm. how do you spell this word? And she'd always tell me, go look in the dictionary. Mm -hmm. I think in her eyes, she was like, you know what? I'm not just gonna tell you. You have to learn how to figure out mm -hmm. how to find these answers, how to say things right. She was really trying to like, you know, have the stepping stones mm -hmm. Of, of how to better myself in America. You yeah. Know? Like, like, you're not just going to get the answers all the time. Continuing on, so there was another second video, but then it sparked more conversations. So they said, and yet Phil Am's making decisions or speak out about Filipino culture without proper survey, research, or consent of Filipino people. Example, Philippine X. So I guess... According to this comment, the Filipinos in the Philippines who don't like Filipino Americans is because I guess we're making decisions about the culture without their consent. So we're not asking them. They're the gatekeepers of Filipino. Yeah. And so, I mean, I responded and I said, I'm still learning about Philippine X2. From my understanding, those who are non-binary prefer Philippine X because it's more inclusive to them. That person replied and said, because y'all don't know how Filipino word works. Y'all asking to retouch your heritage, but instead make the unusual decision for your for y'all own benefits. And, you know, I go and they go on to, other you know, say like, you know, the word Filipinos already um, non-gender. It's, yeah, it's non-gender specific, yeah. which 100 percent it's true. But when I was reading articles on why Philippine X exists, um, because I, you know, I fully didn't understand, but I know it, it exists for a reason. Um, and it's because. Filipino people who are non-binary prefer Philippine X because the word Filipino um, perpetuates the idea that there's only two genders, mm -hmm. which there isn't. And so um, that's why they prefer Philippine X. I am a cisgendered woman. I will never know what it's like to be non-binary to you know not feel included to not feel included i will never know what it's like to not feel you know like her or him isn't the right pronouns for me you know i, I don't know that experience and so if a non-binary person who is philippine x says hey the reason like, I don't want you to say that I'm Filipino. I want you to say that I'm Philippine X because of this, this and this. I'm going to respect that mm -hmm. because I don't know that experience. And like, you're telling me what it, what it's like. OK, I respect that. I respect you. Let's do it. The Philippine X mm -hmm. word, even like Latinx, you know, it, it's very much a Western term. Yes. A westernized term. And so I understand if Filipinos back in the Philippines can't understand the usage of it. Yeah. Because culturally and societally, it doesn't really apply. Yeah. You know, so I think, too, that's where people who don't really understand the term Philippine X need to dig deeper mm -hmm. and find out, OK, why does this word exist? Yeah. It's really not an attack on the word, the, the traditional term Filipino or yeah. Filipina. It's it's really, you know, to help kind of, um, like you said, include people, certain individuals who feel excluded by the traditional terms. Yeah. Words will always evolve. Yeah. You know, sensitivities to words will always evolve. They need to kind of lay off on the, the Philippine X portion of it mm -hmm. and really understand more so why it does exist and how it does benefit 
certain members of the filipino community yeah. that other that person you know even responded and say you know that's a that's philam's problem not us as in filipinos in the philippines and they said though y'all didn't know that our neighbor's country ask us why the word existed yet there's no x there's no letter x to our language um you know and like for them to say or for this person to say you know the whole perpetuating the idea that there's only two genders is a filipino american problem like i'm pretty sure there's non-binary filipinos in the Mm -hmm. philippines you know i'm wondering if there's any filipinos in the filipino philippines listening or watching please let us know whether that's in the comments on youtube shoot us a dm are there filipinos in the philippines who use philippine x Mm mm-hmm in the philippines like i i I know it's common here in the u.s but i wonder if there's a group of non-binary filipinos in the philippines who are preferring to use philippine Mm -hmm. x because with that word they feel more included yeah they feel seen for once they feel seen okay so they, they finally feel accepted acknowledged with the term philippine x yet their own community won't acknowledge them Filipino, Filipina, or mm-hmm. Filipinex. Like, how how confusing is that for them? Like, they're just trying to find a place where they they belong. So another comment that I got is, and many more, please don't spreading misinformation about identity as Filipino because it feels like unusual and disrespect at the same time. So I think... I don't even understand what they said. Okay, so I was able to piece it together because I had received other similar comments from other people saying that we're purposely, and by we're, I mean Filipino-Americans, purposely spreading misinformation about Filipinos and Filipino culture to make Filipinos back in the Philippines look bad. Like we're doing it on purpose because we hate the Filipinos in the Philippines, so we're purposely spreading misinformation. What? <laughs> Why would Filipino Americans want to purposely make Filipinos look bad? Yeah, I don't. I don't understand. But I think maybe the information that is being spread is misinformed. So maybe the information that some Filipinos are receiving or Filipino Americans are receiving is very skewed, and so they're spitting it out like facts because they truly believe it is facts, but they're not spewing out the information to purposely make filipinos in the philippines look bad i just think they're just they're just unable to see our side of things Mm -hmm. whether it be by choice or just limit limitation in in knowing somebody who is actually filipino american yeah i think there's some filipinos in the philippines who try to negate and devalue and discredit filipino american stories and our truths and our experience because it doesn't match up to the romanticized version of what it means to be america and be in america in their head mm-hmm. you know i feel like there there might be filipinos in the philippines who think america is all glitz and glamour it's mm-hmm. hollywood it's you know a big land of opportunities and everybody is happy and everybody is rich and everyone lives in these huge mansions um, and everyone is treated so perfectly and everybody is so happy but when you're having filipino americans telling you otherwise they're like no i can't listen to that because i don't want to believe that america is you know, not that it's not what it's what I imagine in my head. It's almost like when you love a celebrity so much and then you meet them and they end up they end up being a fucking asshole. It might be something like that. (laughs) Like, you know, there might be Filipinos in the Philippines who want to come and vacation out here and visit. And I think it's great. I think if you can come through, man, like come hang out, like visit or be a tourist and go around and experience because there are a lot of fun things to do out here, you know, but I think that might be one of the reasons why there's some Filipinos who want to ignore our truths and think that we're being, we're we're making it up because it doesn't match up to what they see, match up to their fantasy. That's definitely something that eventually they're going to have to accept. Yeah. because, Because America 
yes, has its benefits being here, you know, opportunities, like you mm-hmm. said, but there's a, a lot of struggle when mm-hmm. it comes to being an immigrant, when it comes to being a Filipino American, you know, and one of the big things is acceptance. Yeah. You know, like we are Ooh. not like a lot of us aren't accepted here. They haven't experienced feeling left out mm-hmm. and feeling unaccepted by people. By other people who are not Filipino. You can't have somebody imagine it if they haven't experienced it. I don't know if anyone in the Philippines is getting excluded for being Filipino. Like how Filipinos are being excluded out here by some white Americans. (laughs) Um, And one last thought, because you said the word acceptance. And acceptance, I feel like, is a huge theme throughout a Filipino American's experience because say we grow up you know and we're kids and we have these big dreams for ourselves we go to school and we bring our traditional lunches rice spam rice fish whatever it may be and the kids are now saying we can't accept you and you can't sit at this table because your food is weird and stinky Then we grow up a little bit, we get to high school, um, and then it becomes, we can't accept you because you're too Asian, you're too brown, you you just don't fit in with us. Then we grow up more, and we go to college, we get a degree, we work our asses off, and we try to get that dream job. And then it's some corporate America bigwigs saying, we can't accept you because your name is too ethnic, so we're not even going to read your resume, even though you are experienced and talented enough for this job. Mm -hmm. Then you grow up more, and you finally are in touch with your Filipino culture, your heritage, and everything, and you finally accept yourself and your identity and you and who you are and you're living authentically as a Filipino American. But now it's the Filipinos in the Philippines saying, we can't accept you because you're not Filipino, you're American. Mm-hmm. And for a community that is so welcoming and accepting of everyone that steps into the house, giving them food, making sure they're fed, giving them water. There's not a whole lot of acceptance, which is crazy because once you're older, all these other cult, all these other people, <clears throat> white people, they fucking love ube. They love the lumpia. They love eating adobo. Mm-hmm. And now they want to be like, oh, yeah, that shit's good and accept that. But all the while, you wasn't even liking us growing up. Like, exactly. It don't make no damn sense. Yeah. I think with the whole like Uber thing and, you know, so, yeah, Uber is becoming a more mainstream flavor in the US. I think it's because a white person discovered it, <laughs> put it on their blog Quote and unquote, YouTube. discovered it. Yeah. And now it's a big thing and it's more accepting because a white person said it's good. I think that ends our conversation. That was yeah. pretty hefty. A- any final thoughts, Carla? Final to wrap thoughts. up this, uh, this podcast episode today. Final thoughts to any Filipinos in the Philippines who are watching or listening to this episode. I hope you are watching and listening with an open heart. Um, you know, I don't think all Filipinos in the Philippines are like the fucking trolls in, uh, you know, on the comments. Like, I, I truly don't. You know, there's going to be trolls in every area. I'm pretty sure there's Filipino-American trolls as well. You know, but I feel I hope you are watching and listening with an open heart and, um, you know, listening to our stories and understanding where we're coming from, because, you know, I would never try to undervalue your own unique experience as a Filipino in the Philippines. My final thought on, um, you know, our episode today is, you know, like, I want people to understand, like, you know, the Filipino American identity is something that's going to always be changing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think it's a responsibility on both ends, whether it's Filipino Americans or Filipinos back home to really keep our culture alive out here. Mm -hmm. Our grandparents immigrated out here. Our parents immigrated out here. But once you know, those people pass, the ones who are going to help, you know, keep Filipino um, culture alive here in America is us. Mm -hmm. So 
the best way we're going to learn is also from our Filipino brothers and sisters back home. And I think once you keep that communication going, Filipino culture will always be alive and well over here. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you like this episode and enjoy this conversation, you know, we have plenty more um, episodes, you know, in our repertoire. Go ahead and check that out. Um, we are on social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Cracking the Coconut, as well as TikTok and Twitter at Cracking the Cocoa. We have a website that we put together with some cool pictures, a lot of blog posts on our mm -hmm. episodes at CrackingTheCoconut.com. So be sure if you want, check it out. Oh, and every Tuesday at 7 p.m., we go live on Kumu, which is the number one streaming app in the Philippines. I believe it's just the number one app in general in the Philippines. They have a North American tab. We're on there every single Tuesday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Or 11 a.m. <laughs> Wednesday mornings in the Philippines. Yes, time. yes. So <laughs> check us out. It's a live stream. So whatever topic we're discussing, you could get into the conversation, too, in the comments. Yeah. Um, have a good day, night, week, whatever. It may be make good choices. Don't be a fucking asshole. <laughs> and um, eat your greens. All right, we're about to go eat some Filipino food. <laughs> Peace. Peace.